Welcome to another new episode of the Declutter Me podcast with myself, Shalina. I hope you're well wherever you are in the world. Today, I am going to talk about planning my holiday because I am going on a holiday. Yay! I'm so excited. I don't go on many holidays. Um, usually I go just to the UK, which I'm also doing as well, but I'm also going somewhere else. So it's like exciting for me. It's been a few years now. So, and I'm sure a lot of you are doing the same. You're planning your holidays, your summer holidays right now. It seems to be the first time in a few years that people are actually like, yep, I need a holiday. I need a break. I need to get away from it all. I am as normal being super organized, but also driving myself crazy with my over planning. What do you like when you book a holiday? Do you book package holidays still or do you book all the elements separately like I do? So as I'm going through this process currently, I thought it would be a great time to share my tips on how to organize your holiday this year or any year, to be honest. So first decide how long you're going to be away for. So are you going for weeks or are you going for just a few days? Is it going to be a city break, ski, swim, resort? Where are you going? So Think about how long you want to go away for. So if it's your annual holiday, let's assume it's like two to three weeks. So you want to go somewhere where you can enjoy, you can see, you can relax, you can do whatever you want to do. So that comes to the point of choose your destination. Where do you want to go? What is on your wish list? Like there are a few places that are on my wish list that are on my vision board and I'm fulfilling one of them this time. So I'm very excited about that. Um, but ask your friends and family as well, or as I do on social media and ask for tips and tricks for destinations or where to go. So if you're thinking about Greece and the Greek islands, ask people which islands they've been to, where they would recommend so that you get more of a clarity of where to choose as your destination. And then think about your experience when you get to the destination. Will you be chilling by the pool? Will you be doing excursions? Will you be visiting historical sites? You know, what will you be doing? Um, I went to Zanzibar a few years ago for about five days and I didn't see any of Zanzibar except um, I went to, I stayed in Stonetown on the last day, last night and saw Stonetown. Um, and then I stayed in a resort and I did nothing. I read books. I did some admin. I wrote some of my book. I ate amazing food and I just relaxed and I went into the sea and in the pool and stuff like that. And that's all I wanted to do. That was my every intention to do that. There was intention to go to a, a cheetah sanctuary as well, but I couldn't get booking for that. And I was fine with that. That was like, okay, then I just chill for even more. And it was the best thing that I could do for myself. So what do you want to experience when you're away on holiday? Are you going with kids? Do you need a, to be... Um, you know, kids activities there or things you can do together as a family and enjoy together. So think about all of those things. Then next, book the transportation. Like, so do that first. It's always the most expensive element, really. Um, and, you know, the, the flights do go quickly, especially on peak time. So if you're flying, check what special offers are there with the airlines, if you could buy with your miles and check with booking sites as well and book as soon as possible. So once you book the flight, then it's easy then to choose the next thing, which is to book the hotel or your Airbnb or villa or whatever you're going to do. Look at booking sites, look at TripAdvisor, ask for recommendations from friends and family and social media again of where to stay and make a list. So I like to do it on Word or on Excel and then make a list and then put the website link and the price 
in the original currency and also in the currency that I am using at the time, whether that be in dirhams or pounds or dollars. And then, you know, and also I see um, I have lots of points with one hotel chain. So I see what they've got on offer as well and see if you have a lot of points with hotel groups, you could use them because they go. So you have to use them as soon as possible. So do use them if you can. It's no point having these points if you don't use them, isn't it? So use them. So you've chosen your flights, you've chosen your destination. Then you need to check about your passport and visa. So check first if your passport is valid when you go on holiday. So make sure that there's more than six months on the passport on the day that you fly. If there's not, apply for your passport now. Um, Some countries it takes years, sometimes it takes months, sometimes it takes weeks. It just depends on the country and how much they've got going on at the time. If you do get a passport in the off-peak time, that's best. Try not to do it in the summer and Christmas time because everybody does it then and it's really busy and these countries can never you know, deal with issuing passports quickly. So make sure you do it um, as soon as you can, especially in an off-peak period. Check on your visa requirements. So I always go to the Emirates website because I use Emirates most of the time for flying. And they have a great site to say what the visa requirements for those countries, what the PCR requirements are for those countries as well. You need to check for visa because there's different things now. So you can do visa on arrival, which is great for British passport holders, what it used to be. Um, I'm not sure, so sure now. But there's also you have to get online visas for some countries like the US. Kenya is also online only now. And they don't issue the visa quickly. They take ages. Um, which has caused a problem for my family when they were flying to Kenya recently. So I can vouch that you need to sort that out quickly with um, Kenyan visas. So check with the online and how long it takes for them to issue the visa if you do it online. Or do you have to go to the embassy or consulate to get the visa? And if you have to do that, then you have to find out where they are based. You know, if you are in the UK, a lot of the embassies are only in London. So you have to go to London. So that's an extra ordeal um they i don't think they allow you to do it by mail so you have to go there show your face do the interview and then get the visa so check the requirements sometimes it can be a pain so maybe look at that as well before you book the destination especially if you've got a passport which makes it difficult for you to get visas to destinations um i know i'm in a privileged um, place with the british passport and even though we whinge and complain now due to brexit it's still easier for us to travel so but see what you have to do before you book with your visa requirements. As I mentioned before, check requirements for flying um, for PCR tests as well. So some countries now have dropped the requirement for PCR tests, but some still need it. Where I'm going, they'll need PCR tests. So I'm trying to figure out where to get that from in the UK at a reasonable rate because they're so overpriced in the UK. Um, and also check about vaccines such as yellow fever, typhoid, hep A, B, C, whatever they are. Um, check on all of that. And also if you need malaria tablets because they're still a requirement in a lot of places. And usually you have to get those done in your country of residence. So get that and make sure you get the yellow passport that you get when it's to show that you've had these vaccines because otherwise you might have to do it when you land at the airport which is what happened to a few friends of mine when we went to Ghana for a holiday and for a wedding um I had luckily had done the yellow fever and I had the passport with me so I could show that but if you didn't have it with you even if you'd done yellow fever before 
you had to get it done again um, and they made you. So, yeah, there's a pain in the arm that you don't need. So get it all done before your holiday. Um, the eighth point I wanted to say is to check when you're going to the destination and what the weather will be like. So if it's cold, do you need jumpers and coats to wear at the destination? What, um, many, many years ago when I worked at Emirates, you know, we could fly very cheap to places. So I decided one long weekend to fly to Japan and I didn't look at the weather. And my friend called me and this was pre-social media and stuff. Um, so my friend called me and went, you do know it's snowing there, right? And I went, no, it's not. And she went, yeah, it's not hot in every bloody country. And I was like, oh my God. So I had to rush to the mall and luckily they had um, coats on sale because it was after winter. Um, so I got a coat to wear in Japan and thank God she told me to do that because I would have been frozen there and all had to buy a really, really expensive one in Japan because the price of everything in Japan is extortionate. Do check before and, you know, if it's weird weather like it is in Europe in the summer, like bring cardigans, one sweatshirt because you'll need it and a raincoat or probably if you go to Paris or to London. So think about these things, what you'll need in the destination and what the weather will be like. My ninth point is to make sure you have travel insurance. So you may have cover with your credit card um, or with your health insurance. So if not, get travel insurance before you fly. Otherwise, it's not valid. Um, I've discovered that my medical insurance covers me for 30 days whilst I'm on holiday. So I don't need to take out additional cover. Um, I also have cover with my credit card. So I will be able to use either one. Of course, you have to get with a lot of them. You have to claim afterwards. So you have to pay for it while you're there. So that can be quite a lot of money. So make sure you take credit cards with you to pay if you do, you know, have an unfortunate situation when you're on holiday. Now, the important part, the 10th point, the most important bit, packing your suitcase. Um, now, I've talked about um, packing suitcases, you know, for your hand luggage and your main luggage. And I'm going to have another episode about that again soon. But um, let's think about the key bits just to get you sorted. So when I'm going on holiday, I started taking things out of my cupboards, my drawers, my closets and putting them into a pile ready to put into the suitcase. So I had this pile made up for weeks and days before I pack. And that this means that hopefully I'll not forget anything for the trip. Um, it also means that I take things out of the piles, which may be too much for the trip. So I might think of taking, you know, X amount of dresses and then going back and forth to that pile, I'll start going, mm, no, I don't need that. Or I already have that. So it's a good way to make sure I'm decluttering and organizing my suitcase before I've even packed it. Um, and the key thing for me is not to forget anything, because if I do last minute packing, I do forget things, even though I have lists. Um, so do that and it helps you. And then write a post-it note or a list on your um, phone, you know, on one of the, the, the lists, like I use TickTick, to write the key things that you need, like, you know, your charger for your laptop, your laptop, um, your chargers for your phone and your watches, if you have um, electronic watches, um, the toiletries that you need, sun cream, shampoo, conditioner in travel size sections, you know, your underwear, your nightwear. So the key things that you always need. So make a note of them because you'll usually pack them later. Um, and then think, you know, as you've looked at the destination and whether, you know, what do you need to take with you? Do you need jumpers, coats, swimwear, ski wear, caftans, dresses, 
Um, think about the shoes as well. You don't need to take as many shoes as you think you do. Um, shoes take up a lot of space and they're heavy. So take things that are lightweight with you because you don't have that much room in your suitcase. And obviously you're going to want to buy stuff when you're at the destination and put it in the suitcase. And you don't want to pay for extra um, baggage, you know, weight. So think about things like that. And also for your toiletries, don't carry big bottles, carry light, uh, you know, travel size bottles. So for me, I'm going to have to take foundation. So I've got a bottle that's nearly finished. So I'm going to not use, I'm not using that for the next few weeks. And I'm going to take that bottle because it's nearly finished with me. And then when it's finished, I can just throw it away. Um, For clothes, if you can put the whole outfit folded together so it's easier to unpack and dress when you're at the destination. So, you know, if you think about what you're wearing each day, so if you're wearing a top and trousers and with some shoes like your trainers, so you can put your underwear, your top, your trousers and your socks all together folded nicely into um, an outfit. So then it's easy to, to get to that outfit. Um, also use packing cubes to pack your items. So I use packing cubes often. So I put the same category into those packing cubes. So all the nightwear in one packing cube, underwear in another packing cube, dresses in another, evening wear in another. So packing cubes are great. And then you can easily take them out and put them away or put them in the cupboard or drawers wherever you're staying. Um, so think about getting packing cubes and you can get some great ones in Muji or in Amazon as well. Finally, put a ribbon or a tag or stickers in your suitcase so that it's easy identifiable for you when you get your suitcase from the conveyor belt. So I have things on my suitcase and I know, and it's a very distinct color, so I know it's mine. Even though uh, many years ago I went to Copenhagen and forgot that I didn't actually have any checked in luggage. I just had my hand luggage and I went to the um, conveyor belt and picked up a suitcase because it was exactly the same suitcase as mine and the same color and it was somebody else's. And then thankfully she came at the same time and she went, I thought you'd do that just because we've got the same brand and same color. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. So um, yeah, do think about that as well. Like what have you put in? Have you checked in anything or are you just taking in hand luggage? Like think about that and don't be like me. Don't be like Shalina. Um, But yeah, if you've got a suitcase, say you've bought a suitcase from Primark that everybody and their mother has, um, make sure that you put something on it to make it distinctive that it's yours. Don't give any information about yourself, though, because you don't want people to see that. Um, If you're driving to America, make sure it's got the suitcases, one of those that has the TSA lock. So it's easy for them to unlock it and then lock it back again for you. Um, And don't put anything valuable in your suitcase, as always, because you never know what might get taken when they open up with those TSA locks. Um, So, yeah, those are my quick tips to get you organized for your trip. I hope you found it helpful and have a safe and amazing trip wherever you're going. If you're going anywhere amazing, tell me if you've got any tricks for getting organized when you're packing for your, you know, or organizing and um, getting your holiday ready. Let me know. I always love to hear what you guys have gone up to and where you've gone as well. I like to hear that. If you'd like to get more tips and advice, please follow Declutter Me on your social media. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook as D-E-C-L-U-T-T-R-M-E. And if you don't want to miss the next weekly episode, subscribe to the Declutter Me podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or your favorite podcast player, as well as on YouTube. Um, And if you subscribe, you can get notifications each week for every new episode. 
Um, so thank you again. Have a lovely holiday wherever you're going and I'll speak to you soon. Take care. Bye.